When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, so what is Thrivehood, you might ask? Well, that's a good question. I'd say it's a relevant life roadmap for young men out there who want to thrive as they're maturing boldly into manhood. From the very serious to the silly, I chat about a wide variety of relatable topics that both challenge and motivate you to do what needs to be done now so you can become who you want to be later. I'm Tim Williams, and this is Thrivehood. Welcome in, welcome in. It is Uncle Tim. Yes, and today is a great day. Why? Because it's another day. That's why. (laughs) Okay. Hey, today's episode is going to be a little different. I'm going to be taking a little bit of what I drop on Wednesdays, which is useless facts that you can use. I'm going to take a little bit of that, and I'm going to take a little bit of my regular Monday episodes that I drop on Mondays, of course. And we're going to blend those two things together today and talk about some facts about boys that you should know about. But if you're a parent, if you're a guardian, if you're a single mom or a single dad, if you're raising a young man, this episode could actually be for you as well. I I know that there are a number of times, at least uh, from my conversations with parents and what you see on TV and in advertising and commercials, A mother can get so frustrated with her young son because he's out of control, right? And so, why can't you be like your sister, right? How many times have we heard that? Well, there are some neurological reasons why, and there are some what I would call innate features in us young men and us boys that make us the way that we are. And so, I want to present this from a proud perspective today, okay? Not from a negative perspective, But we're all uniquely made and wonderfully made. And so let's take a few minutes and let's look at this. Here's fact number one. Boys are more likely to be heroistic, which means experimental learners, than girls. Uh, Hands down, young men, boys love to learn lessons from experience rather than being told. How many times, moms and dads that are out there listening, all right, you go out there and you ride your bike, but don't don't do any wheelies or any flips or don't don't j- jump over any ramps. And what do they do? That's <laughs> exactly what they do, right? Don't uh, don't hold that pot underneath because it's hot. And what do they do? They hold the pot underneath. Why? Why are they doing all this risk taking? That's almost seems unnecessary. Well, they want to experience life. They want to see what it's like. There is an innate nature in us to experience life. I don't know what hot is until I burn my hands. Oh, okay. Now I know what hot is, right? And I understand that we want to sort of keep them 
you know, safe and secure and we want to sort of have a, a, a guard around them. You boys are probably listening, shaking your head going, yeah, my mom and dad never let me do anything. <laughs> but the reality is, and the truth is, because of the curiosity in boys, they're going to take risks. They're going to push the boundaries a little bit. They're going to push that envelope in some cases more than others. Not because I don't think necessarily because they're a bad boy. It's because of what we are made of. It's because who we are, which really leads us to point number two. Boys' brains are designed by a different architect. I love this, how they laid this out in this website. In the first five years of life, a girl's brain is busy developing what what we call fine motor skills, verbal skills, social skills, these things that are, I would say, really highly valued by parents and teachers. However, a boy's brain, they're developing visual skills, and these are all handy for like hunting and creating things and building things. And it has a lot to do with things, right? There's 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 an idea and a philosophy that's been floating around. I think uh, Jordan Peterson has really spoke about men are about things. They really are. And he says that women are about relationships. And maybe I'll do a podcast about that someday. But I think there's real truth to that is that they're busy trying to analyze and figure out how something works and how it's developed and how it's created and, you know, a a lot of R&D, you know, research and development. There's a lot of males that are involved in that, in that area of industry, not because, you know, they're, the girl shouldn't, but it's just, they're so enamored with how things work and operate and, and things like that. I had a guidance teacher when I was in high school that told my parents, he said, they said, you know, Tim, I don't know that he's necessarily brilliant, which I'm thinking, no, that's nice. But uh, but he said, I think he could basically tear a tractor down completely and put it back together again and not have any parts left over. And I think that was a great example of boys in general. I really do. All right. Number three, boys mature differently than girls do. The maturity gap between boys and girls are anywhere from 12 months to about two years is what it seems to be a consistent basis. And you have to understand that maturity gap, this maturity gap is also evident in the way kids are finishing school and moving into studies and moving into workplaces. There's no question that girls are often placed and actually placed better to succeed early on in life. And I have noticed too in doing Thrivehood, there are a lot of young men that just sort of are not really sure what they want to be when they grow up. And you've already got girls in their early 20s that already got their their life mapped out and planned out for the next 20 years, right? And you got 25-year-olds that are still scratching their head going, I don't know what I want to be. Well, this is part of that. There's a there's a reason for this. There is a there's a, a piece of this that is a part of who young men are trying to decipher and trying to figure that out. Okay, number four, loyalty is a high driver for boys. You got to understand that loyalty to his friends and his family is a key driver and you'll begin to understand the male psyche. This is what this website says. They are incredibly influenced by their peers which can hold them back. I think that is so true. I think that's the reason you see a number of young men get into relationships and friends and make buddies 
with the wrong crowd and because they saw something they liked, they saw something that drew them in, they saw something that they were saying to themselves, man, I wish I could have that or I wish I could do that or I wish I could be there. I wish I could live there. I wish I could have that kind of money. There is the immediate draw to want to be a part of that and loyalty in some cases can actually be a bad thing. So if if it's done right, If you as a young man are understanding what loyalty is to the right causes, okay, you can actually turn out to be a very well-balanced young man. But unchecked, it cannot be a good thing, all right? Number five, boys are more likely to be visual learners. I just sort of touched on that. There is overwhelming research that says that girls do better in school. This is part of the reason why. The first point in this point, number five, because boys are their visual learners and they want to get their hands on something. They want to get in there. They want to be a part of it. Just like I mentioned earlier, where I can tear down a tractor and put it back together again. An enormous number of males are architects. Think about think about the country, America, for that. How many things that are built and created are from men, are from boys. I'm not slamming girls. I'm not saying that at all. I'm, it, it's, a, it's a statistical fact. You can go look it up yourself. An enormous amount of structures and buildings and cars, all the auto, the auto industry, an enormous amount of men are a part of that. Why? Because it's visual. It's something they can put their hands on. Think about when you're a young man, your boy goes to school every day and sits for six or seven hours and looks at a board and has to read all day. It is not necessarily the best way for boys to learn. I think there's some overwhelming research that says this is part of the challenge that young men have. You young men, you're you're not you're not thinking ridiculous and you're not out of the box thinking when you're like, man, I just I'm just not getting this. And I'm not really excited about this. And it's the way of this. This learning is not really conducive to me, but maybe it's just me. No, it's not just you. This is there's statistical research that supports that. So while I don't know what to do with that, I don't know what we do. At least it's good for you to know and for your parents to know. This one's obvious. Boys fight more than girls. Okay, it's just the truth, man. There was some research done by an author by the name of Leonard Sachs, Why Gender Matters. He did a year-long study and he found that 20 times more, you know, boys fight 20 times more than girls. Well, that's not anything that anybody is going to be surprised by. But what they said was the the reason for this and part of the aggression is a pecking order. Part of this has a little bit to do with chickens, right? You have or hens for that matter. There's a pecking order. There's hey man, you you get behind me and I'm in front of you and and then we you know, you're you're I'm better than you, but I'm not as good as you and so there is an element a hierarchy for young boys to understand where they fit. The other part of this I would say is being physical being more masculine, being having muscles and that, there is an element of a young man trying to figure out exactly in the hierarchy of his particular circle of influence and where he lives and where he is, he's trying to figure out exactly where he fits. And there are going to be moments 
where he's going to be challenged and he's going to have to stand up and say, you know what, this is the time. I'm hoping that none of you boys are out there looking for fights and picking fights. But there's an there's a part of this that says I have got to show myself. I got to show this guy and I got to show the world that I'm not a wimp, that I'm not somebody that can be pushed over, that I have been I am being raised to be a protector, to be to be courageous, to be brave. And as silly as some of you girls and some moms think about it, it is how we act that out and play that out at times when we're younger, because it's an inward manifestation of what we're trying to portray outwardly, right? We're growing up. Think about that. Boys are growing up. They're not adults. They're not going to act like an adult. But this is an acting out process for them to say, this is my place in the world. Here's another one. Number seven, boys benefit greatly from silence. I can even tell you my own wife understands this message, and a lot of you do too. Boys don't have that same innate tendency for reflection, you know, like girls do or that they don't, you know, they, they're not going to sit down for hours and contemplate the relationship and the date and how it went. They're not going to do a whole lot of that. And as you probably well know, but they need an environment to do that. They do need some downtime. They do need some opportunities to let them gather their thoughts getting as what I usually say is wrap my mind around it, get myself thinking and processing and understand it. Boys will often do their best thinking on their own. So, and they look at their bedroom as their cave. And when things go wrong and things aren't right, relationships gone south, they just need to sort of go within themselves. I'm like that too. I can be inward sometimes. And I have to tell my wife, I just need some time. I'm not mad at you. I'm not upset with you. I just need some time. Be wary of that, moms and dads. Sometimes he just needs some time. And on occasion, if you think it's proper, you can bring it up with him down the road and see if he was, he's going to open up to you. But you got to be wary of that. And let me let me stop here. I want to say something to my young boys, my young men. You need to communicate with mom and dad. You absolutely need to do that. If you're under the age of 18, I can't tell you to do it at 18. You should. You should be doing it for forever. But at least while you're under the guidance and leadership of your parents, those who are raising you, you need to talk. You need to convey. Why? Because they don't know what's going on. They don't know if there's something they've done. They don't know if you're in some trouble. They don't know why you're acting this way. Did they say something? Did they do something? Has someone hurt you? Have you been put in a very, very precarious position that could lead to some trouble down the road? Is there some type of a situation that you're hiding that that you need help you need to talk to your parents you need to come to them a good parent and a good father and a good mother is going to have your back they're going to be there for you so you need to communicate it's very important okay number eight boys just want to blend in boys are group oriented by nature they want to fit in they tend to play group games they form themselves in structures with a group of friends they usually don't want to stand out in a crowd too much, so you don't want to put them in front of their friends and make them feel sort of weird. And, and you also need to understand, and boys, this is good for you to hear, it is possible, and I did, I did an episode on this not too long ago about making good choices for friends. 
Sometimes they will make poor friendship choices rather than being by themselves. It, it is true. They would prefer wrong friends rather than no friends at all. And guys, you don't want to do that. That's going to lead you down a road of destruction and chaos if you're not careful. It's going to destroy your life. I can promise you that. And moms and dads, do your best to encourage and support them any way that you can to lead them and guide them. How do you do that? Thrivefootpodcast.com. Check it out. Uh, it's a little selfish plug there, but it really is. This is what I'm trying to help young men do. So number nine, the ninth fact Approval is at the very heart of working with young men. Approval is at the very heart of working and being a part of successful boys. I love what they say in this website here. They'll walk over broken glass or hot coals if they feel you like them. Isn't it interesting? It doesn't say love them. If they feel you like them, there's a notion here of acceptance. There's a there's an understanding here that you that you want the best for me and they will strive. They will push. They will do what they can. Take time, moms and dads, to nurture the relationship. I know that some of you are sitting there going, he doesn't want a relationship with me. Guys, it's a two way street, right? Create some activities. My wife and my son, every so often, my, my wife will come to my son and say, you're taking me out on a date. <laughs> We're going out Sunday night. We're going to go get, get food and go to a movie. And my son's like, okay, mom, sure. Now, my wife usually drives and pays for it. But the point is, she knows and she's gotten to a place, which I commend her for. She says, she said him, told him, and she told him early on years ago, that when we go do this, this is my time. This means you give to me. This is this is you giving me the time that I need, answering my questions. You need to prep yourself so that when we go, I have your attention, that you're a part of this conversation. And he does it. And I think what also happens is he realizes, hey, my mom really does care, even though maybe she like gets on my nerves sometimes. <laughs> She actually cares about me. So this is what this is talking about. And we're not talking about, you know, hugging and cuddling and stuff like this, right? There can be a number of ways that you can do it. But work out what preferences your young man would like to see as it relates to just him knowing, hey, I like you, son. I love you, son. I'm on your side, son. Let's continue to connect. And I know, I understand, I've got some people listening right now saying, you don't understand. My situation is not good. It's dire. What do I always put at the end of my podcast? Seek some help. Find somebody out there that you can reach out to that maybe can give you some direction and some insight in that area. And I think that would be a big help for you. And until next time, guys, stay strong. This podcast is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed by guests are not necessarily those of the host. Please seek the advice of a trusted adult or qualified professional on matters specific to your needs.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.